Hey, Lurid listeners, would you like a free audiobook? Follow us on Twitter at the KMQ, then tag us in a tweet. Tell us which KMQ episode is your favorite, and we'll send you the audiobook of your choice from our Audible library. But you better hurry. Some titles are going fast, including our Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 Volume 3. Um, I'm calling out to all you UK listeners. Get your codes now. There's only a few left. Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage lurid listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, and rub it down. We want you to enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. You are entitled to your sexual self. This show is for adults only and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations, spanning many literary genres including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Please listen responsibly. Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Caraway, and joining me in the studio is Big Daddy Dave Caraway without his t-shirt on. Say, hey, Big Daddy. What's up? We failed. <laughs> oh, no. We totally failed. Did we fail or? Well, we promised every week <laughs> for 14 plus weeks because we had it all lined out. But we failed that. You know, life has happened. Life, we're, this is happening in real time, people. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that's just the way it goes. But there's a really good reason for that. Yeah. Would you like to uh, share that reason, my love? Oh, so sweet. Yes, I would love to. We have a new call for submissions ready for mm-hmm. you. All you writers or people who think maybe you want to be a writer or you've just got this super sexy goddamn story that you want to write get it on paper as best as you fucking can um i am accepting submissions for an anthology titled erotica for men and the women who love them v2 yeah so that's why we didn't get a couple episodes out because we were hashing this thing out and yeah. going, okay, what's the best way to do this? Getting all the verbiage down. And so if you are interested in submitting your sexy fucking story for this project, stay tuned for after the story. And uh, we're going to give you uh, a few more details on that call. Yeah. So, you know, for you to wrap your sexy minds around and get that story cracking. Mm-hmm. We'll give you plenty of time to write it. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fun. I, it's gonna, It's been a minute since we've had a call out, so I think we're both uh, nerve excited. Yes. <laughs> That's a word, right? Nerve yeah, excited. Yeah, nerve excited. <laughs> Not you like know. too much coffee where you're jittery, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it feels good to get one out, uh, and we're looking forward to making this one of many. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really hope to get a lot of uh, participation. You know, for sure, we want professional writers. We've we work with professional writers, but we are also very interested in amateur writers, you guys. Because can I just say real quick, before we get to the story today, 
I have been compiling a list of actual Lurid listener email story requests, Mm -hmm. subject matter that you Lurid listeners have been over and over and over and over and over again asking for. Um, I put all those things in this call. Yeah. So yeah, that's like more excited, nervous about it because like I'm so hopeful that we get some lured listeners who write for this book because I mean that would be the biggest freaking yeah. honor slash whatever I mean for listeners by lured listeners. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, obviously, it's probably not going to be completely all lured listeners. We know a cadre is that the right way to use that word? Yeah. <laughs> a cadre of writers that are not necessarily quote lured listeners, but love to write for us. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's great. We love to have them, but but you guys, we want you guys too. Yeah, so, you know, because you have inspired us over the years, and we know that we've inspired you. And so now, here's your opportunity, maybe, to mm-hmm. get something yeah. something hot that yeah. in, that just uh, tickles your fancy. I was going to say stems your nips, but that might be Oh, whatever. I like it. Stems your nips. I like it. It stems your nips. Write it down. <laughs> um, you know, we do go, I will, I don't want to get too wrapped up in, you know, the process of editing and whatnot, but I, yeah. I will provide an email that you can reach out if you've got some questions. Uh, you know, I'm here to help. So um, without further ado, I feel like we can, we can, we got their appetites wet for a call for submission. So now let's um, let's talk about the story we're about to release okay. today. Yeah. You know, well, this about... <laughs> one is uh, personal, I guess. In a way you, I mean, in a very real way, it's personal. You narrated this one, yeah. yeah. Um, I felt like this was a great story for you to narrate. It was dark, um, but dark sexy baby. dark, right? Like not, it's not like violent it's or anything mean like that. Dark, no, no. But it was definitely yeah. moody and mm-hmm. um, And you know, Men will go to crazy lengths to satisfy their women. And the good ones. The good ones, as they should. Yeah. Um, you know, because we are all queens and should be treated as such. That's right. Um, today's story is titled Demon Lover, and it's written by Romy Petit. And um, very talented. What attracted me to it was kind of around the anonymity um, topic. There is an anonymity thing that does turn I think men like that but also women do too and that's what's happening in this story Um, by request you know she's asked her husband to do something very specific and I I remember telling you um, you know way back in the day I used to have dreams I would be fantasizing about men and they never had faces they had bodies right like that I just salivated for but they never had faces and I think that that's kind of what I kind of tuned into with this one. I was like, oh. Did they happen to have a pumpkin on their head? No. <laughs> there was no. There wasn't well, nothing like not that? Not that I remember. No? No. <laughs> Just headless horseman yeah. getting it on with you? Uh, you know, that's, that one's yet to plant itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe coming in Halloween. I don't know. Uh, but that that is something that I can relate to you know that's a fun thing to just kind of be taken by this anonymous being um there's some fun there yeah well i know that's a that's a hot topic for you i know Mm -hmm. that's a hot topic for you Uh, i don't know is that a safety thing it's like or or a con like or just there's no obligation you get used um I mean, it could go in any direction that you want it to, but I think specifically, you know, you know, I don't want to give too much away about the story, but, um, you know, when, when 
especially when you're asleep. Mm. And here he comes, literally, you know, he's he's gonna take her body and give her what she asked for, and and that's fucking sexy, you know. And the anonymity was, part is yeah, what makes that sort of yeah. work. And you don't wake up, don't ruin it. Like it's a very, you know, it's a um, it's a line. It is like you 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 got to be careful. You don't want to ruin the scenario. You don't want to ruin the magic. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. And um, I'm so glad that you narrated that one because I think it gave that story a, a stronger voice than I could have because it is from the husband's point of view. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to have, uh, to have done that for you. Yeah. Well, you, you yeah. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but before our story begins... Check out our latest audiobook. The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 3. Come inside. Experience the breath, inspiration, and excitement of superb erotic storytelling. Browse my card catalog, find the perfect story to suit your mood, with subjects tantalizingly indexed to whet your appetite. Lose yourself in these 30 risque adventures, loaded with fabulous characters in provocative situations. Aphoristic and lively, these tales are perfect for a midday quickie or an evening kiss before bed. Do you have 20 minutes for a brazenly sexy jewelry heist? Or maybe take that once-in-a-lifetime cruise vacation and discover that mermaids really do exist. You can savor the heat rising in your cheeks as you confess your deepest desires to the town priest. Then finish off your evening with a run in Central Park, only to stumble upon a house made of gingerbread? The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 Volume 3, edited by Rose Carraway. Now available at Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. And now, Demon Lover, written by Romy Petit, as featured in The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 3. Demon Lover, author Romy Petit, narrated by... Big Daddy Dave Carraway Category Ethics of Recreation Subjects 1. Sleeping Wife 2. Night Thing 3. Nocturnal Emission Sometimes I help my wife pretend she has a lover. He comes to visit her only in the dark. He doesn't really have a name. I call him the night thing. This is how I do it. I don a full-bodied midnight morph suit and an adjustable belt with a ring-like holster. A strap-on appendage easily eclipses my genitalia, cloaked in a veil of tight spandex and other flexible polymers. I creep like a shadow into the master bedroom to peel away the top sheet and unwrap her from the blankets. 
I nightcrawl, along to squat over her slumbering form like a limber, spidery masseuse, as she lies there unsuspecting in naked, still, quietude on her stomach. Crouched there, I am a beast prepared to spring atop a sleeping beauty. I hear her murmur sweet nothings then, sleep-talking as she floats just beneath the surface of the waking world remaining briefly suspended in that uncertain place between consciousness and what lies beneath. I sit down. My wife wakes with a start, seemingly ready for a fight. She immediately starts to struggle. I can feel her reaching for the switch on the bedside lamp. I catch her by the wrist before she can. The light must stay off. One of the rules is that she isn't allowed to look at me. At best, I permit her to catch an occasional peripheral outline of the morph suit's vague contour. I, on the other hand, can see her shape quite well. Having grown accustomed to the dark, I peer down at my wife's pale body beneath me as it laps up the moon's rays, and I watch her through the thin, dark veil of the night thing's featureless, vapid void of a face in an otherwise black amorphousness. I seize my wife's other wrist, and with gravity as an advantage, pin it down to the soft mattress. That's when she really starts to struggle. Twisting beneath me, she pretends I'm a stranger to her, an intruder, rest assured, that is all part of our ritual. For my part, I hold on tight, like a gargoyle to a cathedral, refusing to be thrown from her back. With her consent, I continue to uphold my part of our prearranged mutual contract, one which could be revoked at any time, if, for example, my wife decides she's no longer in the mood. I know it's you, hubby, she'd say, and just as when Psyche frightened away the shy Cupid by candlelight, that would be that for the night thing. Tonight, however, my wife doesn't decide to break our magic spell. Instead, she deviates from the script temporarily ceasing in her thrashing around just long enough to reach around and gently spread her buttocks. On cue, I slip the heavy appendage into her and squeeze it deep inside her belly. As soon as I do, she slides one hand down beneath her stomach to her delta of Venus, where she proceeds to play with herself, coaxing the fleshy swollen folds between her legs. This is allowed. Pushing into her negative space, I can feel a suction within her. I thrust practiced and piston-like, with the surrogate Periapus attached firmly to my body. Simultaneously, as the night thing withdraws from her, she struggles, plunging back toward me, gaping around it. Occupying a position of raw libidinal power and thwarted, tumescent pleasure, I cannot feel her. But I pretend the night thing can. It fills me with a ticklish, throbbing jealousy. In minutes, my wife moans loudly, tracing around her sex, throwing her body back against her invisible lover. When she tenses, she exhales at last. The artificial appendage attached to me emerges to glisten in the dim, silvery moonlight, slipping out from beneath the haunches of her glowing flesh, in frustrating mockery of my own quivering, helpless hardness. The grooves and artificial veins of the night thing's cock are covered with her milky jelly. This is a nocturnal emission. Not mine, of course, but hers. Evidence of my wife's wet dream. Pacified, she forgets me and drifts off to sleep while I continue to remain there, sitting astride her lower back. 
when her breathing grows rhythmically slow and steady, and I can be truly, completely certain she is asleep once again. I climb down from my wife's back and tiptoe across the floorboards. With utmost care, I turn the doorknob with my insect-like fingers. Then I creep away down the hall, closing the bedroom door behind me to signify the night thing's departure from this realm. It's taken a few tries, but now it can all be performed in near-complete silence. At last, alone, before the master bathroom mirror, I take hold of the zipper at the rounded base of my skull and pull. Emerging from the night thing's guise, I see I am a sweaty, disheveled mess. Looking down, I feel how hard I am, the real me, under the spandex. Unclasping the useless, artificial appendages holster, I drop its clumsiness into the sink bowl. I can stand it no longer. Turning the valve, I step into a hot shower. That is where I finish myself off. I free my fantasy by washing it down to the intermingled body hair that is gradually collected in a kind of nest around the shower filter. When satisfied, I towel off, proceed back to the sink, and begin to rinse off the night thing's unwieldy member with soap and water. I'm careful about germs, even going so far as to wash the manufacturer's crude attempt at sculpting an approximation of testicles. When I'm done, for a moment, I hang it on the adjacent cart-like shower caddy to dry. It looks absurdly utilitarian there, especially next to the shampoo bottles, body washes, and my wife's porous pink loofah. It even has a built-in suction cup, perhaps in the event one should take into mind to mount it in a convenient position, location, or height with the intent of repeated use. The idea would amuse me and perhaps surprise our maid as well, but no, my wife can't even bear to look at it for shame. She only wishes to feel it caressing her depths in the dark. There is just one more thing to do. I bend down and pick up the morph suit lying in a heap on the tile floor. I toss it into the laundry with ample detergent, washing it too with warm water. The night thing's visits are regular enough that the suit must always be clean. This is the most important rule. Before morning, all traces of the night thing must be scoured tumble-dried, and returned back to their hiding place in the old shoebox on the closet shelf. Or I'll run the risk of ruining the illusion. Once this is done, usually by the wee hours of morning, a faithful husband will cuddle between the sheets to join his wife's warm body as the little spoon. If he knows anything, he does not say a word. In order for the arrangement to work, it must never be directly spoken of. At breakfast the following morning, the married couple will discuss the headlines, their separate work schedules to see when they'll overlap, and trivialities involving co-workers and colleagues. Only now, the pair will talk of all these seemingly perfunctory, aforementioned things with renewed tenderness, vigor, and novelty toward each other, wherefore such subjects had otherwise felt rehearsed. Still, in time, there will certainly accumulate feelings left unspoken things that go unexpressed in our passive, pleasant exchanges. For that reason, I have no doubt, he'll pay another visit to sort us out again soon. Her demon lover, the Incubus.
All right, you lurid listeners. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. That was Demon Lover, written by Romy Petit. You guys can follow Romy on Twitter at Romy Petit. If you aren't following us on Twitter already, please do so right now so that you guys don't miss out on all of our episode postings. Uh, We post there all the time. And if you subscribe to our newsletter at thekissmequicks.com, you can get our sexy episodes delivered right to your inbox. If you want more sexy stories and would like to support the show, because as you know, we are an indie podcast, we sponsor ourselves. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or Audible and search Rose Caraway. Pick any book from our library. Remember to leave us a review so that more lurid listeners like you can find us. Audio production by Big Daddy, Dave Caraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Nylor, Kai Engel, and the KMQ introduction music by Vivich. The Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by The Sexy Librarians, Dirty 30, Volume 3. Stupid Fish. I don't know. Maybe if there's a story that calls for that, you know, like if it's a... All the ones I read do. Oh, (laughs) my bad. (laughs) I mean, duh. (laughs) I have an ego that I need stroked. (laughs) It's so big. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) But I don't like to show it off. Yeah, you do. You're an exhibitionist. No, I think you're an exhibitionist. If I were to shred your clothes off of you in the middle of, I don't know, Rayleigh Field... You'd whip your dick around. You'd go streak. (laughs) Well, it's big. What do you want from me? (laughs) As you run. It's natural. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Sliding into third. Those of you. Oh, no. You know what? I'm sure that there's a nude baseball team somewhere. Oh, of course. I mean, do but you got to wear a cup. It's called the bats and the balls. Oh, (laughs) balls and strikes. Um. So for those of you who stuck around, hey, thanks for doing so. I know you're ready. You're eager. Your pens or pencils or typing fingers are, they're swooning right now. They're hot and ready to rock. Uh, We do have a new call for submissions that is posted and ready for you. It is titled, Erotica for Men. And the Women Who Love Them. V2. Edited by Rose Carraway. Published by Stupid Fish Productions. Submission deadline, June 27th. 2021. Do I need to say the midnight? Yes, midnight. Pacific Standard Time. Pacific. We are on we are, California coast. This is the timeline, please. If we get it <laughs> at June 22nd at 12.01 a.m., you are automatically banished to hell. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. I might even read your submission. I don't know. Yes. It depends. <laughs> Only to you guys. No wiggle room. No wiggle room, but maybe to you guys. You guys get a little. Tell me you're a lurid listener. Exactly. Why are we whispering? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Stupid Fish Productions is seeking to publish a second anthology of sexy, hot stories to turn men on. And the women who love them, of course. This compilation will showcase male erotic fantasy, celebrating men from the macho to the meek, the narcissistic to the self-sacrificing. Writers should delve into masculine drives, curiosities, intentions, anxieties, frustrations, 
inhibitions, strengths, or weaknesses, all are welcome explorations. Be adventurous with your character's escapades. Writers are encouraged to explore the full spectrum of masculine eroticism. Let your characters pursue and revel in the sweetest to the trashiest of erotic inclinations, however conventional or unconventional. Writers are expected to push the story forward with distinct characters, energetic narrative, and clear dialogue. Happily ever afters aren't required. No. While HEAs are lovely, I am also seeking stories that are not solely focused on the romantic. Indeed, Happy for nows are definitely sexy, but don't forget those steamy one-night stands or unabashed, no-strings-attached flings. Consider using any of the following subgenre categories. Thriller, campy, western, science fiction, noir, mystery, historical, paranormal, time travel, horror, dystopian, fantasy, apocalyptic action-adventure, magical, romance, fairy tale, realism, you get the point. Writers are expected to read and follow the entire call for submission guidelines. Please go to stupidfishproductions.com for complete details. So there you go. That's it. Erotica for men and the women who love them. V2. Go to the actual call and read the entire. There's a lot more detail in there. It's yes. going to give you guys a lot more fodder to work with. Mm-hmm. This is just sort of the swipe big swatch how do i say this big swath brush big swiping brush well (laughs) it's a good thing i'm not writing writing for this (laughs) no (laughs) i love you (laughs) you're so cute i know (laughs) yes like things about consent um requirements that things that i will not publish because i do have my own personal lines Mm -hmm. they're you know they're fairly broad. They're fairly broad. But we like have, that swathing we have, brush you were speaking. Yes. <laughs> no. no. Um, I I do have uh, no goes. Yeah. Uh, and I can kind of rattle them off, but you know, like the, just go to the call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this book is meant for people who want to read about male fantasies. Um, they're they're big, and they're fun, and they're sexy, and they're trashy, and they're sweet, and everything in between. Just like women's erotica, and that's one of the things that I think we want to do is, you know, we've been promoting a lot of best women's erotica. It's erotica mm-hmm. for women. Um, we're you know fully on board with that, and then we're also going okay. Now we also have to put something out there for, the, for our boys, for yeah. our men, people who identify as men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to write for this one too. So, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I expect we're going to get a lot of stories. We might have to come up with two books with this. Maybe I think people. I don't. Want, I don't know. If we should say that out loud, <laughs> but maybe we'll leave it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm getting the feeling. Um, hey, I'm so excited. Yeah. All right, you guys, get those pens or pencils or laptops ready. Get crack a lack and email me if you have any questions. The email, if you have questions, is erotica for men antho at gmail.com. Read the call first before you send your email questions. That's yes. All. Please. If you don't do that, you will be summarily ignored. <laughs> well, or remembered. I'll remember you. <laughs> this is my trouble person. <laughs> you can't follow the directions. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not a very long call, so it's very easy to digest. 
Um, but I know that questions do happen. And maybe you'll have a good question and I'll need to, you know, address it on my call. Yeah. Write something yeah, down. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that happens too. Yep. All right, you guys. Thanks for sticking around and love you. We'll see you soon. <laughs>